What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. 12-12-23, here we go. It's the Wrestling Inc. podcast talking about NXT. And tonight, it's myself, Glenn, with Issa. And we're just hanging out. We're just having a good time. Talking about the most wholesome show in all of professional wrestling. Nobody as wholesome as you tonight. Look at that hat and that. You would have told me I would have put... No, I don't have anything festive. It's the holiday I'm, season. I'm the Grinch. I haven't gotten in the, in the spirit of anything. Yes, I understand. Well, it is Hanukkah. Uh, Christmas is two weeks away. Yeah. Less than two weeks away. Wow. Year will be over before we know it. Kind of crazy, but here we are. Uh, anything going on in the news? Anything newsworthy happened today? CM Punk was backstage at NXT. CM Punk and Seth Rollins promo was was an old timer. I love I love that segment. That's I the like news. That. I guess I guess Raw did 1.4 million average, but that segment oh. did 1.88 million. So people tuned in for it. Yeah. No, I was getting calls and texts last night saying, "Oh my God, you watched that?" And I'm I'm just playing Marvel's Midnight Suns on the PS5, and they're like, <laughs> "Watch this link." We have to talk about this. I'm like, okay. WWE uploaded the entire segment on their YouTube. Yeah, it was fun. Um, I think that CM Punk coming out and owning a lot of his past was really good. I think the stuff with Seth uh, putting this to the forefront is exciting. It's interesting that both Cody and Punk are going through the Royal Rumble when it's presumed that they're going to have the main events at WrestleMania, Cody versus Roman, uh, Punk versus Rollins. And, uh, you know, I guess one's got to win the Rumble, one's got to win Elimination Chamber. Cody can win the Rumble. Again, I'm not going through another year of the same booking, so let at least Punk win the Rumble then. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, But does it feel weird if this is indeed the mania pathway that we're on? I mean, Cody versus Roman we've known about. For for since I the last time it happened, I don't want that match. But I think <laughs> I think Punk and Seth is good. I think I, good. I think that the fickleness of wrestling fans is insane because every year before this year, when we would get the same main event tonight, two like two years in a row, everybody had a fit. But now because everybody loves Cody, they're like, yeah, yeah, let's do the same main event again. No, Roman should move on to a different opponent. And then if uh, Cody loses again, then he says, he okay. Will lose again. And he says, okay, Roman, how about this? Best out of five. And then if he loses again, he says, okay, how about this? Best out of seven. I mean, Roman and Brock ended up getting how many? Like four main events. So, yeah. yeah. 
Um, we'll see. But I think this is exciting. It's weird to have this time of year be so hype in the world of pro wrestling. This is normally when it dies down, when things mm -hmm. get quiet. But here we are, and it's uh, it's a good time, folks. And NXT tonight, we did find out before the show went on the air that, as speculated, Carmelo Hayes is going to be the entrant in that U.S. title tournament on SmackDown. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I don't feel like he's leaving. I NXT. thought it was going to be Brown Breaker because I feel like Melo still has a lot of storylines going on in NXT where Brown is not doing anything. So I personally thought my first choice was Brown, second choice was Melo, but I think Melo's going to kill it. Well, I, Brown can't lose. Um, I think yeah, Melo, you think so? You think in his first his SmackDown debut? You think yeah. that'll be dominant enough? See, I think I've just seen it in my head. He's going to come into the Rumble, eliminate five people. They're like, yeah, you know, I'm doing the arm thing because he's going to do that after he eliminates the five people. No, he's going to start barking. Yeah, like DMX. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, they should bring back JBL and give him something to drink before. So JBL could be like, he's got that dog in him, Maggle. You know? Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> uh, like DMX with the Rough Riders. He's going to stop, drop, and open up shop. Uh, but anyhow, so uh, I think Melo getting this chance on SmackDown is going to be great. I don't think mm -hmm. he's leaving NXT quite yet, given how we went off the air tonight and the developments in the the uh, the fracture of the Melo and Trick Williams friendship. So we'll talk about that. We got stuff to dive into. We opened with a lengthy recap of Deadline. What did you think of Deadline on uh, I didn't Saturday? watch it. I haven't oh, watched wow. it. I watched some of the highlights. I was covering an event here in Puerto Rico, WWC event, uh, where we announced uh, formerly known as Dolph Ziggler's first match back Ooh. after WWE. It's going to be here in Puerto Rico in January. So she plugged there. Um, so I didn't get to see it. I just saw kind of like the highlights that came across my timeline and it looked very good. I'm actually looking forward to sitting down, taking a few hours and watching it because I think I want to go back and watch it based on what I heard. It's getting great reviews from everyone. It was fun. It was really fun. And it was weird that CM Punk opened the show. Yeah, I was like, I was at the event, and that's the first thing I seen, and I'm like, come on, come on. I mean, after Friday, when CM Punk cut his promo, which was cool, but then you see him backstage, like, he was, like, everywhere in yeah. WWE right now. This is, like, the 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 Punkiverse that we're living in. He just shows up everywhere, and I'm surprised yeah, and I didn't he didn't have him on love-bombing the fans, like, in his promos. I love you guys. I'm home. I apologize for what I did, and he's like, stop it. Yeah, it's more interesting though, I think, than when he came back to when he came to AEW. Yeah. And just was I love you all and I've rediscovered uh, my love of professional wrestling because he does have things to atone for in WWE. Yeah, but he looks happy and 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 I I believe as of right now, because everything always changes with punk, but I believe as of right now that he's really happy to be here. I actually think it's genuine. I think yeah. he missed it. Yeah, no, I think so. And uh, I mean, he's got to love the attention that he's getting. I mean, there, if you, I mean, now AEW did create a show for CM Punk. Just saying. I thought that his debut in AEW was also well done, but his history with WWE just makes this next level, you know? But I did think that AEW did a good job with him in the beginning. And I will never take away his feud with MJF. That was very compelling television. Mm -hmm. I look forward to them interacting every week. Well, we open tonight hearing from Cora Jade, who's back. Yeah. And uh, it's very interesting uh, that they're putting her in a little something with Lyra Valkyria, given that Blair Davenport won the Iron Survivor match. 
And so uh, Lyra came out and interrupted Cora tonight during this promo. How do you feel Cora Jade is um, measuring up now? I, you know, when she started, she was a face with her skateboard. Then she had the heel turn. And now she's been gone for a little while. I mean, I have to say that she definitely seemed like one of the youngest members of the NXT roster, but she's got some gravitas now that she's yeah. had some time away. Yeah, I'm glad she dropped the skating uh, gimmick. That wasn't clicking with me, but now I see it. I think I think she went. She was doing some things even before she went away with the gear and the barbed wire and all that that was setting her like different and making you notice her. Yeah, and I was I'm happy to see her back. The promo was there. I'm 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 with you on that because it feels like we're completely avoiding Blair Davenport here for a second. And, and they addressed that lately, later in the show, mm-hmm. we're getting to it, which I appreciated Blair saying, you kind of stole my moment, <laughs> you know, because I was like, are we just going to completely going to skip them, have Cora come back earlier and put her in the freaking Iron Survivor Challenge? But yeah, I think Cora has star factor written all over her and she's only 22. Yeah. Crazy. Um, and it was uh, interesting tonight, her being out there, Lyra coming out and interrupting her. Uh, you know, the, the champ, uh, them getting each other's face, then Blair Davenport appearing and bragging about women winning the Iron Survivor Challenge. But then, you know, the real story for... For you. Blair, for, for America, for the for world. You. Lisa, for the world. Uh-huh. You know? Uh, and that's Nikita Lyons came out and attacked Blair Davenport. Um, we know that they have history given that Blair took Nikita out for almost a year with that injury mm-hmm. in the NXT parking lot. Uh, Nikita's return last week. I mean, some might say a, a more delightful surprise than even CM Punk. Nikita Lyons coming back to NXT. Oh. And before we get into Nikita Lyons, do you notice how Blair Davenport doesn't have an inside voice? Like she came out screaming into that microphone. It was disturbing. <laughs> Maybe that's the thing, like face blindness, like just just lack of uh, tonal modulation. That sounds like a, a Tim Robinson uh, uh, sketch. Like it just was no so indoor funny. voice. She's like, hold oh, on, but like she yeah. was screaming, and I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, uh, you'll have to point agrees. that out. Uh, America's sweetheart Nikita Lyons showing up tonight. She's got unfinished business with Blair Davenport. She looked like a genie. I did think she looked like she might be able to cast a magical spell and not just on the hearts and minds of wrestling fans everywhere. Uh, But perhaps that's how she can win her matches. Uh, No, I think uh, so we see where this is going. Nikita is going to somehow get involved, cost Blair her championship opportunity. We're going to have the Nikita Blair feud come to its logical conclusion, which is Nikita winning. Um, and then Cora and Valkyria are going to feud next for that NXT title, probably on Vengeance Day, given that right. Blair is having her match on New Year's Evil. And it's kind of nice, and that's good because that sets it up for Nikita Lyons to win that championship at Takeover well, you need to in Philadelphia. Look who's in this chat. Pro Wrestling Beats. Shout out to Alfred. Yeah, what's we up, Pro Wrestling Bits, Alfred? Good to see you. <laughs> Um, uh, but no, yeah, and Nikita okay. Lyons will you, be champion. You finally booked the women's division for the next three months just now. And next week, and then she's going to hold it longer than Asuka did. You I need mean, to relax. She needs to be able to like wrestle. You know, I think she'll be able to pull it off. Uh, but you know, don't discount the fact that it's less than two weeks from Christmas, and on Christmas Eve, Blair Davenport might be visited by three ghosts, 
in the form of Nikita Lyons, Sol Ruka, and Wendy Chu. And she might yeah, change her ways. That would be amazing, actually. <laughs> yes. One Christmas past, present, and future. Ooh, oh, that could be yeah, that could be good. That could be a good segment. Yeah, it would. Um, NXT well, will do it. NXT will do it. Oh my God, there, there was there was some good stuff tonight. We'll talk about that though. Uh, but I like this opening segment. Of course, this set it up for that tag match that we saw later in the show. Later on, event. yeah, yeah. But there's a lot. There's a lot cooking in NXT right now. Like this is. Uh, oh yeah. This is fun, and um, again, I love that you know, we're talking about this. Uh, Tiffany Stratton's in a storyline that doesn't involve a title. We have other stuff going on. Um, mm-hmm. I was talking about this, you know, I, I said this again and again, but the, the women's iron survivor match just really drove this home. No matter how many call-ups you do, no matter how many injuries happen, that NXT women's division just bounces back. Always. Always at full strength mm-hmm. in yeah. a remarkable amount of time. In the iron survivor match, I, I was actually super impressed with Lash Legend. I heard a lot of good things about it. I will go back and rewatch it, but I heard a lot of good things about her and Tiffany Stratton. Tiffany Stratton's great. Tiffany Stratton doesn't need to be champ again. I think Tiffany right. Stratton is biding her time until she gets that call up. I think Tiffany Stratton is the show next up at the Rumble. Up. She has to yeah. show up at the Rumble. Um, yeah, she's got to be the next call up from the NXT Women's Division. Mm-hmm. I think that, uh, I think actually her promos will get better just being thrown into the deep end on the main roster. I think she'll get a little bit uh, more interesting storylines there to do. Whereas now in NXT, um, it's good and it's fun, but yeah, I think I think she's ready for a bigger stage. But let's talk about this really fun match that spun at a deadline, which was the metaphor uh, with Jakar Jackson versus Josh Briggs, Brooks Jensen, and Fallon Henley tonight. And what did you uh, what did you think of this? I thought this match was a lot of fun. I thought it was a lot better than he had any business being. <laughs> like I was like, oh, okay, this match is happening. Then I really got into it. I got to tell you something. Lash Legend just keeps growing on me. We've yeah. always liked her. We liked her since the, since the sit-down, you know, talk show. Mashing out. Uh, yeah, she had that amazing segment with Tony D that lives rent-free in my head. But I always thought she had the personality. But now seeing her in-ring improvements, because I think Lash Legend is just, she has a different look. She has a different vibe. She has a different feel. Like her slamming Otis and just seeing that, her get that was better in, insane yeah yeah and just seeing her get better in the ring just makes you wonder what would she do next you know what i mean so lash legend is the mvp of the metaphor for me like i watched metaphor matches for her and to see what she's going to be doing they're very entertaining but i did think that Briggs, jensen and, and henley really look great here i thought everybody made everybody look good it was a fun match a lot better than it had any business being yeah, this is a fun feud. I like their interactions with each other. I thought it was interesting having uh, Brooks and Dunn and Don Henley. I just had I need to come up with something else to go with the uh, the theme there. Uh, yeah. But I thought it was interesting with them getting a win. But the great thing about the metaphor is metaphor. I mean, the fact that they can all wrestle incredibly is yeah. a bonus. But metaphor as a gimmick is one of those gimmicks where you're bulletproof to losses. It doesn't hurt you at all. Right. 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 Correct. Um, but yeah, I thought this was a really, really fun match. Uh, and Tiffany Stratton did, uh, interfere at one point, but let's, uh, get some super chats. Will Chisholm, $5 saying punk loves to work with the kids in NXT, uh, more than the AEW drama. Do you think part of that is that, um, NXT is clearly defined as developmental. And I do think in AEW, 
Punk maybe had a problem with the idea that it was a true, I don't want to say democracy because Tony Khan's clearly in charge, but the idea that it was, there was at least this idea of like, no, everybody here is equal. We all have things to contribute. Right, right. I don't know. I like to speculate and obviously my own opinion, but like when he made that comment at the press conference about Hangman Page, like not taking advice from like veterans, I do think that CM Punk is that kind of person, like with that old school mentality, which everybody should be like, regardless, if this is your career and there's a legend, you should show that respect, you know? And I think that maybe he, maybe he likes working with the young kids because I guarantee you he walks into NXT and everybody's starstruck. It's CM freaking Punk. That interaction he had with Cora Jade after we seen the video of her crying when she met him and the picture of her when she was a little girl with him, like I was like, that is freaking adorable. And those kind of moments, really make you want to root for him to not screw this up. (laughs) I know, (laughs) right? Because I want CM Punk to, I personally would like CM Punk to be remembered as a legend, maybe troublesome, maybe a little bit of an attitude, but stood up for what he believed in, and that's just CM Punk. And I didn't want my last memories of him to be what happened at AEW, because I feel everybody handled that situation terribly. Not just Punk, I feel everybody handled that situation wrong. So I really am here for the redemption. Yeah. Uh, Will Chisholm also with another $5. Thank, Thank you, you Will. Saying it's clear that they keep, that it's clear that they're trying to keep Tiffany and Roxanne busy until the Raw after Mania. I mean, it feels like it's forever, but it'll yeah. be here before we know it. Yeah, I think Tiffany will make a Rumble appearance. I know Roxanne was in the Rumble last year. Uh, yeah. I mean, the women's division is stacked right now. So it's, you got to start counting and seeing how many spots are there for so many XT people to show out at the Rumble. Yeah. Um, so after this, uh, we had Carmelo Hayes being checked on. Uh, oh yeah. Cause Carmelo From his attack. Yes. Attacked. No one is safe in NXT. It mm-hmm. didn't happen in the parking lot though. It happened backstage. So I'm reasonably sure Blair Davenport wasn't. If you have multiple personalities and you attack yourself, would it count as a self attack? If he said what another one of your personalities attacking. Ooh. I mean, do you think so? I mean, the idea that he faked it is very interesting. You never know. And it was his knee. Yeah. If this were 30 years ago, it would have been, you know, like the the Nancy Kerrigan. I was thinking that. I was thinking (laughs) that. You read my mind. Maybe he paid somebody to attack him. Maybe. To make it real, right? Because you can't just be like, oh, my knee, I was attacked. I mean, the problem is nobody... We'll get into the main event later. We'll get into that later. Well, I mean, because think about this. The doctor was checking on him. Right. Now, depends on how good the doctor is. Can you just be like, oh, somebody attacked me in my knee and the doctor looks at it and like, oh, you're fine. Like, you got to have something there. You have to have some sort of proof of the injury. You yeah. Know? yeah. Yeah. You know? put like an orange in a sock and just like whip his knee with it or something that is the weakest attack i know i know i don't know i'm just putting it out there i'm just putting it out there maybe he has sensitive skin like sometimes my skin gets sensitive if i just scratch it if i mark myself so i just like a quick scratch and be like oh why why <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. i uh speaking of sensitive skin i had a dermatology appointment um, yeah. like a month ago and I had to go there in person I had to wait six weeks for this I had to fill out all these forms to get seen and I went in there and I kid you not Issa after three minutes he was like 
switch to washing with Dove or Ivory or something and that's nothing. really yeah that was it and I was like we could have done this over the I could have googled this like wow like thanks it was time and money well spent uh anyhow um then in the show we had the men's breakout tournament participants on the ramp and Alexis King appeared and hit Trey Burial with the chair. I'm glad he's the one who got attacked. I don't like his name. Trey Burial? Yeah, Burial. What is that? I think it's American Indian. It, it sounds I don't like it, Glenn. Okay. I'll, he looks look like at... a like a wish.com biking raider. Hmm. Oh no, it's Scott Scottish, pardon me. Yeah, but he's not Scottish. Why is he using that name? Well, I'm sure it's not a shoot name. Yeah, Glenn. I don't know. I don't, I don't know, like man. it. Okay. He got a tag. Good. NXT changed that. Easton don't did like you it. See, did you see the one of Tony D'Angelo too? Oh, the lawyer? No, no. The yeah. lawyer's going to be great. The lawyer's going to be working for Tony D'Angelo soon. Oh, he's a wannabe Tony D. No, like when I saw, okay, hold on a second. Let's, let's just give this its proper due. Okay. There is someone in the NXT breakout tournament and uh -huh. I can't remember his name because it's not in the recap that I'm reading. But when I saw him and they had that little profile on him and his gimmick is he's an attorney and he's wrestling. Like, okay. You know that when somebody beats him, he's going to be threatening to sue them. You know, Tony D'Angelo, the next time he gets pinched. He's gonna be calling this guy for help. Like this is this is a solid B plus gimmick in the world of professional wrestling. We'll see. I'm I'm excited about this. Okay. I haven't been this excited since uh, when they introduced Eddie Thorpe and they made it clear to let us know he's a DJ. I don't like Eddie Thorpe. Interesting. You always get excited about the things I don't get excited about. <laughs> Okay, now Bernie D say, DC is saying he is Native American, um, which is definitely makes sense. That was my first instinct. But then I look up the origin of the name Bear Hill and it's Scottish. So we'll see. We'll find out. But he was taken out by Alexis King, who took him out and then got added to the men's breakout tournament. Smart. He's just out there trying to get a spot. He used Melo for a spot at the PLE. Now he attacked this guy to get into the tournament. It's smart. Alexis He's slowly becoming somebody I can't stand. <laughs> Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. 
Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Well, because, I mean, isn't it weird that a month ago or six weeks ago, oh, his gimmick is he's here to make his own name and he's not sending his father's shadow. And now his gimmick has become that... um, he's annoying and women are skeeved out by him like, and he steals spots from other people. yes he broke into the breakout tournament yeah that's a great way to put it <laughs> but i am excited for uh this tournament I, I have a feeling though you don't put lexus king in this tournament if lexus king isn't winning this tournament Oof. right yeah i mean i get him losing that ple event to Carmelo. It's that, Carmelo, right. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but he's gotta he's gotta win this. But yeah, there I feel like they're a little all over the place with the way he's being booked. It will make sense eventually. But I thought this uh and and by the way, like when did Ava Rain become a GM? Yeah, she's uh Shawn Michaels' assistant. Yeah. She's got uh, connections, Glenn. <laughs> I was gonna say, but <laughs> uh Okay, so um, Oma Femi versus Miles Bourne was the first round match for the breakout tournament. And it was interesting that uh, Oba Femi won, given that Miles Bourne, like we've we've seen him before, like with Drew Gulak, we've seen him in segments, we've seen him in matches. It's interesting that this isn't his ascension, but Femi got the win. I don't remember him. <laughs> He's been around. Yeah, I saw him later on the segment, but yeah, uh, yeah, I love seeing the breakout tournament because these are the people and we talk all the crap about the gimmicks or whatever, and then they end up growing on us, you know, and you got to take it all back. Yeah. <laughs> it was a solid match. I liked I enjoyed it. Um, for two people that you're not invested in and you don't know, I thought both tournament matches delivered. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had Dragon Lee. He was challenged by Tyler Bate. For the North American Championship, he wasn't challenged. He just issued an open he had, challenge because yes. he's a tryhard. Well, the, it's the, the it was a challenge in the ring. He was challenging in the match to win. Anyhow, I'm bummed. I miss Dominic Mysterio. Me too. Me too. I'm very sad that that's the one result that I will say made me very sad to hear that Dom lost his North American Championship. This match though was everything. Tyler Bailey is so talented. And yeah. Dragon Lee looked great here. I thought they put on a showcase. Like this match was a lot of fun, but I don't know that I'm gonna accept Dragon Lee as my North American champion. It's gonna take some time because Dominic is just the greatest. He's gonna CM Punk is gonna fight the best in the world. Did you hear that? Wait, what? CM Punk is gonna wrestle the best in the world, Dominic, at the house shows in December. That's amazing. Yeah. CM Punk's first match back are gonna be against Dominic. Wow, I'm I'm excited for that. Me I think, too. I'm sorry. One is MSG and the other one is at the Kia Forum. Dominic Mysterio is probably my pick for wrestler of the year for 2023. Everybody's pick. Like he wrestled more than anybody. He was running all three. He was in all three shows. He was doing the house shows. Like Dominic had a hell of a year. Yeah. No, he's uh, still on fire. Um, Tyler Bate needs to start winning some matches. Yeah, agreed. I heard some rumors about bringing him up, though. To do what? 
Do we reunite with Pete Dunn? Okay. Will Pete Dunn be Pete Dunn again? Butch. Butch and bait? Butch and Lex. <laughs> um so Dragon Lee won, still the champion. And they hugged after. That was nice. Dijak wanted to uh have it out with Eddie Thorpe tonight. God, this was violent. This was, and uh <laughs> this was crazy with that top rope breaking. And the blood on Dijak's yeah. side of his head and everything got crazy. They did a really good job of making that feel spontaneous. Right. And then realizing it was all set up. But at first I was like, oh shit, what just happened? I know, me too. I was like, holy crap, what is going on? Yeah. Um, but I, I loved it. It made it, I thought it was very interesting. Both Torp and Dijak need something that's going to make them more interesting and i think the booking of this worked for me tonight they just like they they didn't even have a match they just started brawling what dijak was bleeding he slammed torp against the broken ring like it was great the referees came out uh, this was a really good spot um yeah. so it's not over with these guys this is a good feud that you know it's it's not for a championship uh but i yeah, think but it's they gonna... both need to win <laughs> yeah i know I know. Uh, do you think who do you okay? Who do you think you think Dijak gets called up soon? I don't know. I do. I think Dijak has a bigger chance of getting called up than Thorpe, just because Thorpe is newer and Dijak has yeah. that look they like. You know. Yeah, absolutely. I think Thorpe. Um, I think this is a good stepping stone for him to go for the maybe North American title scene. He should go back to being a DJ. <laughs> the yeah. solid gimmick. What's up what? with uh, uh speaking with what's up with a uh, Twitch streamer? I don't know. Uh with uh Stevie Turner. I don't know. I thought she was coming back, but I haven't seen her back. She was she is cool. Is she on NXT level up? I need to start watching NXT level up. I've been saying that for two years up. now. I feel yeah. like we should watch level up. I feel like we're okay. But we like NXT. Well, yeah, we love NXT. I watch a, a lot of wrestling, Glenn. A lot in, a game of, in a game of F Mary Kill, I'm marrying NXT. Wow. Okay. And who are you effing and killing? Probably you... Smack F SmackDown Kill Raw. Wow. Okay. Okay. Because I don't watch Raw, and when I do, I'm reminded why I don't watch Raw. I'm like, this is well, a really been long great show. lately. Really? But it is long. Yeah. I've been enjoying it. Okay. Okay. Um, so Eddie Thorpe technically won this to DQ. Watch like this, just watch the minute where this all happens tonight. It was insane. It was insane, guys. This looked this looked more brutal than the ring collapsing or some of the other yeah. stuff they've pulled. Like the top turnbuckle rope came off, and then uh Dijak like beat him with it, beat him with a turnbuckle. It was insane. And Dijak yeah. was bloody too from I think Thorpe slammed him against the steel steps. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but this was crazy. Andre Chase looks like he hasn't slept in a while. Looks stressed yeah. out. Uh, so we saw Chase U <laughs> and uh, they're trying to raise money to help the school. What was JC Jane's idea that we haven't heard? JC Jane had an idea to save the school and make the money. Maybe her idea was scripts. Maybe. 
Because he uh, showed up with a business proposition. Hmm. Ooh, maybe. Maybe. I have a feeling that this is going to like end up messing up Chase Neal even more. If he was in trouble, I'm not sure that whatever script's offering is going to get him out of legal trouble. Yes. Um, so, yeah, uh, he came in, ha- gave a briefcase to Andre Chase telling me he had a proposition. Maybe it's just that he's going to like, th- that Out the Mud's going to beat up Tony D or something to stop the interest on the loan. Or, yeah, they'll have a match for, the- I don't know. I'm sure it'll be complicated. Well, he's gonna um, find him the money by uh, playing dice and stuff on the streets. <laughs> that's that's like uh, the equivalent of let's go to Vegas, like, and then it ends up being a decent proposal because you lost all your money at the tables. But thank you. Or Empire Redford. Records in Atlantic yes. City, where he goes to try to save the store yes. and he loses everything. <laughs> um, man. Uh, so. It was interesting, though, that Thea Hale became interested in the uh, breakout match because Riley Osborne, who she has a crush cru- on. I told you last week it was a crush. You didn't believe me. I told you she was crushing. Mm, okay. You were right. She has no game, though. We'll get into that later. We'll get into that. Uh, although, okay, I really like Thea Hale. I think Thea hanging out with JC has been an interesting development. It mm-hmm. is. This is not the momentum I wanted for Thea Hale as a character. To get a crush? I mean, it's nice, but I think that she was starting to wrestle like a slightly darker, more aggressive style. Her and right. JC is a tag team. Like, it's good that Thea's getting TV time, but I feel like this is a place she's running in place until they give her something else to do with her and JC. Her and JC, in my opinion, should be trying to dominate a rebuilt NXT women's tag team division. There's no tag team championships, though. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, Jack's Catlin's two dollars. Thank you, brother. Uh, saying here's two bucks because I miss you guys. Love y'all. Thank you, Jack. Thank you, Jack. Good to see you. Happy holidays. Um, so sorry. Uh, after that, we then had Riley Osborne versus Kiana Carver in the first rat- match of the NXT breakout tournament or the first round match, second match in the first round of yeah. the NXT men's breakout tournament with Riley Osborne getting a win and Thea and JC were in the Chase U student section. Yeah, watching on. watching him win. I didn't think he was winning this. Yeah. Well, he won. Good match. Um, it's very hard to discuss matches when you're still not familiar with these people. It was like, yeah, they were a great match. <laughs> what else am I supposed to say? I don't know them. I'm not. That's what the breakout tournament is about, you know? Well, this is where I think it really matters that you better have some flashy moves, a really interesting right. look, or an amazing finisher. Right. Like, this is your chance. Yeah. Um, sorry, I'm being texted. Uh, so, okay. So, after that, backstage, Thea went to talk to Riley after, and yes, had no she game. had no game. No game whatsoever. I felt bad for her. Yeah. Do you think he reciprocates the feelings or do you think he's weirded out by her right now? Um, I mean, he just wrestled a match. So I don't know. It's like, okay, so in kayfabe, right? Okay, so let's let's break this down. Let's mm-hmm. let's let's be real here at 33 minutes into this this podcast. So in kayfabe, oh, he just wrestled a match. He wants to go talk to Mr. Chase about his performance, maybe review the tape, 
get some feedback. He's feeling good on the win. He wants to start scouting his next opponent because he's pumped up. Maybe he wants to call his mom and say like, hey, I just had my debut match and I won. It's in the tournament. I'm going to the semifinals. This is a big deal. So it was, you know, distracting. It was nice to have the support and a pat on the back, but now is not the time to have a conversation. He's got a career. That's if you have a crush on someone, if he, if he was crushing on Tia like Tia's crushing on him, he all of that stuff can wait a few minutes just to get well, to know Tia a little bit better. See, but in kayfabe, though, in the storyline, what's going to happen is she's going to keep talking to him at the worst moment, and then she's going to sulk and be like, oh, I really liked him. I said these things. He doesn't like me. you know." And the word's going to get back to him, and he's going to be like, no, I do really feel that way, but you just you came up to me at the worst possible time. You chose the worst time to do this. Mm, okay, He's going to reciprocate. We'll but in real life, in real life, I mean, come on, let's be real for a second. Yeah, you put everything, everything can wait. No, she could have <laughs> talked to him before the match and he would have been like, uh, no, because no, cool he's getting ready for the match. I mean, I, I think know. after the match will be when you should talk to him. Mm. He won, he's in a good mood. You know? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, keep, I'm keeping this really PG here, yeah, uh, but I'm just saying in real life, it could have gone differently. Right. You know, but the, for the characters. It's all I'm saying too. It's all I'm saying too. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow. Okay. Let's stop this right now in its tracks um, before it goes to some places we can't come back from. Uh, so. Let's talk about Lyra Valkyria and Nikita Lyons versus Cora Jade and Blair Davenport. Why don't you talk about it? I know this was your favorite thing of the night. This is fun. I think it's kind of, look, it's it's kind of cliche where four people are in a segment. So, of course, they're going to be in a tag match against each other in the main event. Uh, but this was fun. We got to see some good interactions with this. And I was genuinely surprised that Cora Jade and Blair Davenport, the heels, got the win tonight, especially Cora with... Cora pinned the champ. Cora pinned the champ. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Nikita, this was a good first match back for her. She got to get some kicks in, get some strikes in, but this wasn't her exerting herself. Well, she wasn't putting herself at risk of being injured. Wouldn't that be the worst to come back from an injury? And then in your first match back, you get injured again. I thought it was smart for them to put Cora and Nikita on a tag match, their first match back in a while. Um, I do think it was a great way to protect them and see what they got and not put a lot of pressure on them. Yeah. Uh, but this was fun. These, these are going to be the top storylines in the women's division for at least the next month. Um, and probably spinning off beyond that. So actually probably the next two months until, uh, vengeance day. Right. So I think that this was a really fun match, a good main event. Um, and, uh, I think that, Let's talk about Tatum Paxley, though. This that was, is a was, development. So backstage, yeah. when Nikita was talking to Lyra, inside Lyra's locker, which, again, makes it sound so high school. In WWE, right. you don't see the lockers. But here, they all have lockers. Um, so the, uh, the picture of her and Becky Lynch, Tatum Paxley's face is pasted over Becky Lynch's. I love Tatum Paxley's entrance last week. It's interesting that they're doing this stalker gimmick. It also looked, and this isn't me like writing slash fiction. It looked like she was going to kiss her for a second when she I went know, in there. I know. I thought she was. I screamed, are they going to kiss? <laughs> yeah. So this could go to see, yeah, uh, 
uh, the rehashing is baby. I saying the rehashing, the Trish stalker, Mickey Strawn. Yes, this could go to some potentially insensitive places because uh, it is WWE. But so Tatum Paxley is, is stalking Lyra Valkyria and wants to be ba- BFF. She came to the ring after got up close with her. Um, she was yeah. rubbing that feather on herself. <laughs> <laughs> well, she was. That would be super ticklish. If you're ticklish. If you, who isn't ticklish? Not like super ticklish, right? Yeah, I know, but everyone can I don't know. It's a whole thing. Anyhow. Um have you ever gone down that rabbit hole? There's even a documentary about it. There's oh, I heard about the tickling documentary, yes. That yeah, turns out being insane. about something else. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. <laughs> I've ever gone down the ticklet the tickling rabbit hole. The tickling rabbit hole sounds like something far like- more exotic than what it is. Yeah, no, but th- there's a documentary about it, and it's definitely not about tickling. It's hilarious. Uh, you know what's interesting is when it comes to being ticklish, there's uh, there's like two types of people. People that are like, yeah, I'm ticklish, you know, and I'll laugh if you tickle me. You get you get the occasional weird person that's like, I'm not ticklish, and then you basically just tickle them until they, they break. Uh, but then there's the person that's like, if you tickle me, I will punch you. <laughs> like, they just, yeah, there's people that just hate it, you know? Yeah. Granted, that being said, I haven't tickled anyone probably in a good 40 years. Good. I'm glad. Yeah. Have Anyhow. Have you all over yourself? <laughs> all over myself? No. All over other people? Not since my 20s. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, um, back to NXT. Uh, I'm interested in what they're doing with Tatum Paxley. I think me too. Me I too. like her look. Loved her entrance last week. Mm-hmm. She could definitely wrestle. So she's the X factor in these feuds. Um, Dragonoff and Trick Williams had a face to face after Trick Williams won the Iron Survivor match to become the number one contender for the NXT Men's Championship. I was reeled in hook, line, and sinker Saturday when we got to almost the end of the iron survivor match and trick mm-hmm. Williams had zero points with three men tied at three each. And I was mad. I was like, this is insulting. How can they do this to trick Williams? They should be making him look stronger. He should at least lose looking strong. And then in the last like two minutes, he rolled up for all four men to become Clutch. the iron survivor. Clutch. Yes. I was worked so hard by this and, but <sighs> delighted at the outcome. Good. I got somebody sent me a screenshot of it when I was at the event. And I was like, the first thing I literally said was, how does Briggs get a fall between Trick before Trick <laughs> and Brom Breaker? What is happening in this match? But then I heard good things about it. <laughs> but I felt the same way you felt. <laughs> so Trick and Dragonoff facing off was very interesting. But hey, the real, like, this is the, the problem, though, is because the real story of this is, look, these guys are going to have an amazing match in New Year's Evil, no doubt. Trick might even win this match and become the NXT men's champion. But Carmelo Hayes came out and he was apologizing. He said, hey, I know who attacked you and who attacked me. It was Dragunov. Wow. And then if you're like me and thought for three seconds, it became clear that that makes zero sense. As to I don't what- know. Oh, come on. Why? I think it makes sense because Dragonov's trying to stay champion. I don't trust anybody here. I think I think Trick should have dropped them both. I mean, maybe not a bad idea. But mm-hmm. the crowd 
was saying no, it was Mello. Mello did it. Yeah, they started chanting Mello's guilty. Yes. Um huh. Mello was overdoing it a little bit. So but I don't trust anybody. I don't trust Mello. I don't trust Dragunov. I don't know who did it. I'm and very... we had the accidental hit. Yeah, of course. But it was an accident. I mean, if it's Mello, that's a really interesting storyline. I want Mello and Craig to stay friends forever. I do too, but if it's Dragunov, that's a really bad payoff to this. Yeah, I know. But it, it's not because he's just trying to do whatever he has to do to stay champ. But we, I mean, he beat Baron Corbin. Could anyone? Just for my good Baron Corbin. I know. Love that photo of Corbin and MJF at uh, the Iron Claw premiere. He makes MJF look like he's five feet tall. <laughs> if you look at Corbin's house from those promos, Cor- Corbin's winning. Corbin doesn't need a, a title. Corbin's doing right. just fine. Um, but yeah, they want us to think it's mellow. If it's dragging off, that's just such a, I don't know. Like have it be scripts. Like scripts is busy doing payday loans now. <laughs> and what's up with Tony D and stacks? I miss them tonight, but yeah. it was a stack show, you know, but they weren't on, on deadline. It was an incident tonight. It makes me sad. It does make me sad. I hope they're eating good pasta. Best tag team in all of wrestling. We also have not seen Von Wagner and his children. I think after that, like, th- that was amazing. The Von Wagner going over to Robert Stone's and Stone's kids looking just like Von Wagner. I think, like, we're going to find out that. Something. <laughs> yeah, something. That lawyer's going to get involved and, like, uh, get a court ordered paternity test. Oh crap! <laughs> like, like they can't leave us hanging on that. That's like that. W- I don't know if that's what they intended for that segment, but that is one of the craziest NXT revelations. Oh, speaking of crazy revelations, sorry we didn't talk about this backstage. Well, people, uh, while Hank and Tank were talking, Joe Gacy shows up wearing a construction hat and says the word Joe fifteen thousand times. Oh my God. Um, my god joe gacy needs to go away i like they need to have him pop up in crazier and crazier places i thought this was hilarious though when he started like beep beep and he just like yeah. looking, bob bob the builder looking ass like no <laughs> <laughs> it's a solid gimmick construction worker yeah, construction. Well, yeah, he's a construct. He's a contractor. The contractor, and the contractor tries to subcontract everything out, and he does a poor job. The contractor. contractor. I like that actually. Yeah, and people are like, oh, like a black ops military contractor? No, like a general contractor who hires right. other people for significantly right. less money to do a poor job underneath him. That's better than running a running a contractor scam. Scam. Yeah. <laughs> he can go out and give estimates. Actually, no, that'd be his finisher, the estimate. Oh my you know? god. <laughs> uh, we really need to start a wrestling promotion. Uh but I'm telling you. Yes, I think uh all in all, this was a fun show tonight. Oh, and we uh we did drop Trick Williams uh drop that we are gonna get an end of year awards at yeah. NXT. He's gonna that'd win all of them could 
I love Trick Williams, respectfully. <laughs> Trick's great. This is fun. New Year's Evil is going to be awesome. We're going to start the year with a bang. Yeah, I'm excited. It's going to be good. And uh, let's see. So New Year's Evil is January 2nd. Yeah. Three weeks from today. So, Isa, what else you got going on? How are you doing? Not much. I'm just looking forward to ending this podcast and going to sleep. No, my throat pain, it came back oh, after right. I thought I was feeling better. So I don't know what's going on. I think I, I didn't finish my medication. You know, I everybody was Wait, yelling at me on my you, chat. You had a cycle of antibiotics and you didn't finish your antibiotics? Yeah. It's like and the number feel, one thing they tell you. And now I feel like crap again. So I think I stopped taking them too soon, Glenn, and it, came, and it all came back. Always finish your antibiotics. Yeah, yeah. And I know now. I just like, hey, I feel better. I don't need to take this and put him away in the medicine cabinet. Didn't look at him again. And then this morning, woke up in pain, couldn't swallow it. And I'm like, oh, been carrying this, the magic spray all day with me. So, yeah, mm, I feel you. I'm going to I'm going to start taking my medications again, finish the cycle and hopefully it goes away again. Hashtag finish the cycle. Finish the cycle. Finish the story. Okay. Shout out to Alfred. Well, Isa, get some rest. Uh, Will Chisholm, $5 super chat saying, so Tatum Paxley is stalking her women's champion now. That's not just stalking, Will. <laughs> She's doing something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Okay, everybody. Uh, so tomorrow night, AEW coverage. And then Friday. The tribal chief comes back. Isa, you got you got to get better for that. You got to be here. Ah, 1,000%. My throat has to be ready for Roman Reigns' return. Have a sore throat, Glenn. Don't. Well, I'm not going to top that. Okay, everybody, have a uh, have a good week. We'll get you back here next time on the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. Bye, everyone. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.